Wendy. Good morning, everyone. This is Jonathan Alcade. I'm your host. This is Practice Success Podcast, episode maybe 43. And again, I'm grateful to be here and talking to you guys. I have a special guest today, and her name is Wendy Klenke, uh, CEO of uh, Klenke Coaching Company. And she is today, we're going to talk about creating an easy step for anyone to follow if you're starting your own business. So that's an amazing topic. And today we're going to talk about that. It's because it's true. You could systemize whatever it is that you're doing so that anyone that wants to do some same thing that you're doing or get things off your plate whenever it is that um, your business starting to thrive, then you can get someone to do whatever it is that you don't want to do because you created a system that works for you. And today we're going to talk about those kind of system and how to create those to, so that everyone could follow whatever it is that you're doing. I think that's a good story. That's an amazing story. But today we're going to, we're going to know more about Wendy and her journey into her entrepreneurship. So I'm bring her out and let's meet her. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm having all kinds of camera issues. I, <laughs> I apologize. Like, I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, there it goes. Hopefully it will stay on for me. I have a little bit of trouble when it comes to technology sometimes. That's but yes, okay. No, thank you for having me on the show today. I'm really excited to be here and to share with you some of the things that I've learned along the way for those people who are just getting started. Ah, that's amazing. That's pretty much what we wanted because we're barely getting started and we want to know more. And we want to know if we can actually do it. But Wendy, before we get to start with all of that, um, tell us a little bit about you and your uh, context about you and your professional career. Sure. So um, I have a pretty colorful history. Um, my biggest um, experience and broadest experience is in the health and fitness realm. And throughout that, I've worked for um, corporate wellness for you know global corporation, very um, large facility. And um, I've also worked for small businesses. And I've also run my own business and had to do my own marketing and things like that. And one of the biggest things I found along the way is that regardless of how big the organization is, you need to have systems in place for training. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a complete disaster and it's a, it's a big waste of time. It's a waste of you know, the trainee's time. It's a waste of um, you know, the new employee's time. So, and I even ran into that in the, that large corporation that I worked with and I spent many weeks organizing their training, like getting it all set up so that anybody could come in and and do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that is definitely something that I would strongly encourage you to do wherever you are in your business, whatever you're, whatever you're doing is to start tracking what you're doing, because even if it doesn't work, you'll know it doesn't work. And it's, it's not difficult to do. It's not like you have to write a book about it or get out like a whole binder and, um, you know, write, write down everything that you're doing. I mean, you can do it that way. You can do it that way, depending on, you know, your personality type. But, okay. um, yeah. Well, um, Wendy, so you've been an entrepreneur, right? And you work in the corporate world. And then you went out to be on your own to start your own thing. Um, yeah. How's the transition like? Did you struggle at the beginning? Or what so, are some of the challenges you faced? 
Yeah, so lead generation was um, a little bit of a learning curve for me because mm. it was something that was always kind of spoon fed to me. So definitely you want to get your lead generation figured out. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like you don't want to focus completely on lead generation because I actually found that it's easier to retain customers than it is to find new ones. Mm, okay. Um, interesting. It's because it, sometimes when we're really starting, lead generation is probably the most important part mm -hmm. so that our pipeline could be full. But mm -hmm. like in your experience, how are you doing that? Like what's the most um, really good tactic to actually do lead generation? What are you using? Honestly, it's starting with people that you know, <laughs> you okay. know, talking to people that you know and seeing if they're, they would be interested in your services or people that they know. So networking to me is the best way for lead generation. I mean, of course you can do ads. Ads are costly though. And often when you're starting out in a business, that's a big chunk of expenses is running ads and they're not necessarily reliable or dependable. But when you're going into your own network to people that already know you and they already like you and you know they, they trust in you and believe in you and they refer you to somebody else, that person is going to be more inclined to listen to you because they trust your friend. So sometimes it feels really scary to put yourself out there in front of like your friends and family, you know, and like you feel like you're asking them for something. But really, like if you're just telling them about your business and sharing what you do, people are interested, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, they're not doing you a favor. <laughs> and, um, you know, they just they care about you and they want you to succeed. So I'm more than happy to refer, you know, whoever out of my friends and family if you know, it might not be something that I need, but I'm always willing to help other connect other people. And you just have to kind of remember that when you're first starting out, that that really is your best place to start. Absolutely. And we already have that connection. I mean, sometimes we are like, I don't know, we don't want to put ourselves out there. Like, you know, I feel like you're going to be embarrassed, but it's actually the, the best thing to do is to actually ask people that you know um, about your business and maybe refer them to as well. But when you're, you're first starting out, right, Wendy, and you're like, okay, did you already know what to do? Or like, did you start other businesses before you got to the main one that you like to do? So I had started the, my business that it was all pivoting out of my prior experience. So mm. things that I had kind of learned along the way. So I like I learned the tracking system on how to track systems when I was getting paid in a pretty low level job. You know, like I was just working membership services, but I was seeing the importance of having those systems. So then when I got to the point where I wanted to start my own business, I already knew how to do that and I already knew how important it was. So I just immediately started doing, started keeping track of everything that I was doing because that makes it so much easier to hand it off. Like, and you can just do it in a voice memo. Like you don't need to do it in, you know, like I said, you don't have to like write a whole book, um, especially when you're first starting out. But what happens with busy business owners is you, there's a lot of things to do. Like it's not just lead generation. Like you have to think about what you're delivering, how you're delivering it, you know, where you're going to find your people, what you're going to do with them once you have them. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that kind of come into play. If you have a product, you have to think about shipping. So you really want to be keeping track of all those fine little details in all of the steps that you're doing, because at some point, hopefully, right, like 
the point is to get successful. So at some point, you're going to want to be delegating or have at least it set up in case an emergency happens and somebody needs to step in for you. And when you have it broken down and you have you you can hand off pieces to it, like it's not like somebody is going to be able to just step into your shoes. So because you're not going to be you can't clone yourself. You know <laughs> what I mean? Well, there's so many things that we need to do. And you're right. And nothing will um, nothing will happen if we like delegate stuff but yet we don't know the step i, I think I've, I've done that i'm still doing that like mm-hmm. i actually hired people a specific thing because a um, specific thing but this time i know what they're trying to do they're, they book calls for me and and they book guests and that's what I, that's what i hired them for but i've done it in the past to actually i don't have a system i don't have anything at all and i hired people to actually do a task and i expect them to actually think the way i think and read my mind so it, it was a disaster yeah yeah <laughs> and really like if you just stop and slow down for a couple minutes and kind of think about what it is how your brain is working because that's what you're going to need to like communicate. And a lot of times we're hiring people that are are of a younger generation. And there is, there is generational gaps, you know, like this younger generation was born with a phone in their hand. And (laughs) a lot of them don't have like the social skills that we had growing up, you know, and like, I tell this story all the time, but like my daughters, I taught them from a very young age how to interact with strangers and order their own food at the restaurant and things like that. And when they got to be teenagers, they're like, mom, nobody wanted to call and make a reservation. And they thought it was really weird that I did it. And I didn't, that we didn't have to get a parent to call and make a reservation for homecoming. (laughs) But these kids, they don't have the same kind of social skills. They don't interact the same way that we did when we were younger. So That's something that you actually have to slow down and think about, like how you're talking to your customers and how you're interacting with them, because what may feel like um, second nature to to us, what may feel very natural, may not be something that other people actually even know how to do. It's very true. I I think that, you know, it's but I think they're more communicate. uh, They communicate more actually I, that's what i believe because it's not like the way just the words sometimes they're very good at like texting and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i find it the same way we actually do the younger generation actually do communicate a lot more than we think it's just that it's not like face to face that we're, we're used to right i used to like you know go outside to actually communicate and like like meet people instead of just texting them and messaging them but this time around it's actually moving towards the like no, no communication. We're going to be online buddies. And what do you think of that? Well, I think that their communication is very different. So where um, they are very good at texting, I'm not so good at texting because sometimes <laughs> I don't always, you know, know the tone or the context where they have like um, a little developed a little bit of more of a language when it comes to, you know, texting and being behind a screen. So what I was kind of referring to was like voice inflections and human interaction. Um, but yeah, I would agree. They, they definitely communicate a lot differently. And, um, you know, they have their own strengths. And some of them are really, really wonderful. But you really have to know about what it is you need out of them so that you can communicate that to them. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Because mm-hmm. 
like you said, like people can't read your mind. Like they don't just know what you, what, what you know, and they don't just know what you mean all the time either. So there's a huge teaching component to it. And when that comes into play, you really have to think about other people's learning styles, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? So like when you're trying to teach somebody, you have to remember, like, for example, I'm very auditory. So I learn by hearing and I have a really hard time with pictures. But 65% of the population has to see something in order to comprehend it. Like they need a visual. And um, that's something that I have to think about because I struggle with visuals. So a lot of times when I'm teaching, like I have to think about like, okay, how can I show this to them in a way that they can see it? Because I don't need to see it. And oftentimes when you're communicating with people, you communicate with the way, the way that it's easiest to you. So like I said, it's easy for me to hear things. So I often just say things, right? <laughs> but sometimes people need a demonstration or they need like a written component to go back to. So you have to kind of think about other people's learning styles as well when you're thinking about really handing something off. Um, so like, that's what gets me, like delegation um, or something that, do you recommend someone to do everything first? Like, because this is where where I get so messed up, right? Like, I. I I don't want to do everything that I'm doing. I want to delegate some of it, but yet I don't even know what to delegate to. So do you recommend someone to just do everything first and then hire somebody or just delegate right away? No. So I find that it's best to really think about what you want to get off of your plate. So first you have to kind of step back and think about everything that it is that you're doing. Right. And mm -hmm. then you need to think about what would I really like to get off of my plate either because you hate it right? Um, which I think you should get rid of the stuff you don't like first. Like, that's just my opinion. But you want to think about everything it is that you're doing. And then think about if, like, probably like two or three things that you can delegate out to somebody right away. So mm -hmm. then when you're doing the hiring process, you want to look for people who have those strengths, right? So like one of the first things that I want to delegate off is visuals because I don't like doing them because it's hard and it takes me hours. And like, so I, I have interns that come on and help me with the visuals because I just can't, like I can't. Um, so that's like the first thing that I delegate out because it's hard for me. But at the same time, like I have to tell them exactly what it is I want, like what platform I need it on, what colors I want them to use, what kind of, and, and then I have to give them um, things to refer back to. So in addition to just giving them, you know, verbal instructions. I also have written things and videos that they can go back to because I don't mm -hmm. want to go back and do it. Like, it, yeah, it takes a little while to get that stuff set up, to get the, the, the visuals and the written and the video set up, but it takes me a lot less time to set that up and have somebody else do it for me than it does for me to continue to do it myself. And if you're not clear on what it is you want and what it is you need with yourself, how can you expect somebody else to know what you want? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Right? You're right? Confused. So you get clear with yourself, know mm -hmm. what you want to what you want to get off your plate, know everything that you're doing, like really know what you're doing. And um then you can start kind of handing it off. But you have to think about it and you have to create a system for it because like you said, like people cannot just read your mind. You can't expect them to read your mind. 
Okay. Um, I think it, this goes to um to these things where finding out what you're really good at and what you're really bad at, and some things that you can do that takes you less time. Just like you, I um for me, it's hard to do graphics. Graphics is something that you know. I mess um, like the vision, uh, visual graphics, like putting things in together, like something like pictures, square, triangles, and those things mess me up. So I don't even touch them. Like uh, they will take me hours to do actually one graphic design. If you want me to do a logo, that will take forever. Don't mm -hmm. even, and it will, it will, it will, it will look like crappy. But um, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you say for someone who's just starting out? Like, how would they know they're good? They're good at something, and you know, um, how would they track that they're good at something? They don't, and they're not good at something else, and they should delegate the things that are bad at. Sure. So I would say, like, right, go right back to how long is it taking you, and mm. how satisfied are you with the result? If it's taking you a long time and you're not satisfied with the result, you are definitely on the struggle bus and you should probably get some help with that. And it's okay, like we don't need to be perfect at everything, right? But it mm -hmm. is important to kind of know where you need some help and delegating those things out can look differently for different people. It could mean bringing on an artistic family member to help you with it, you know, it could be, you know, bartering with with somebody and, and kind of trading services, but you have to kind of get out there and network with other people, right? Um, it could mean just hiring it out and having somebody completely do everything for you and rework it who's a professional, like you can get a brand expert to come in and just do it all for you. So depending on your budget and, you know, where you are with your business and how important it is for your business, there's definitely different things that you can do according like accordingly, but you just really have to know yourself. You have to know what you're doing. So you have to be mindful of what you're doing, what you're trying to accomplish, what your end goal is, and how important that role is to your company, if that makes any mm. sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. And that that's good. But um, Wendy, you help small businesses um, retain customers. That's what you mostly time. And you also do coaching, right? Do you co do coaching on that or that's the main thing? That's the main goal. Yeah, that's really the main goal is for customer retention. And the reason for that is because like we were talking about earlier, when you're first beginning, lead generation is very key to getting your business off the ground. But mm -hmm. once you get that business off the ground, customer retention is going to be a lot more cost effective and it's going to send out a ripple effect. So when you have satisfied customers, they're going to go out and tell their friends and family because mm -hmm. just like your friends and family want to help you, they want to help you too because they now know you, they you know, they like what you're doing, they're satisfied with what they're getting from you. So you're going to get kind of instant referrals from those mm -hmm. people. And they're going to be happy to do it because you've helped them and you've changed their life in a positive way. Okay. So retaining customers is a lot, it, it's much easier to just say, hey, do you know anybody who, who might want to do what you're doing here? Like, do you know anybody who needs this cup? Like, or who, who likes these, who, who might like these? Hey, here's a referral link. Or, you know, I'd love to give them a call. That's way cheaper than taking out an ad. <laughs> And then trying to get another new person in the door, it's free, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I understand all that referral, right? I understand, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
like what I don't understand is how do you like in your business? How would you um, what strategy or um, the technique you're using to retain these customers that you have? Mm -hmm. So believe it or not, it's actually a setup of many systems. Mm. So the systems that you're going to need to put into place are, of course, lead generation. But mm -hmm. then you're, need, you're also going to need to have a networking system. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to have a system for going out and networking with other professionals and also networking with people who are within your own community. And that looks different depending on what type of product or service you're delivering. Mm -hmm. But that's also important. And then you're going to need to have different levels. So having a system to move people through. A lot of times when people come to you, they are they're new to you for whatever reason. So you want to have them a place for them to start. And then you want to have a place for them to go, if that makes any sense. So like if you have somebody who's coming in and they need a lot of help, let's say, for example, you're a therapist and they need a lot of help, so they need one-on-one -on -one services from you. They need like an hour of your time and they need to meet with you once or twice a week. Well, as they're getting better and their therapy is working, you can then move them to a group model. And then as they're, as they're getting through with that, you can move them to a larger group as well. Um, so that's one thing that um, that I teach. And another thing that I teach is also events. So planning your events and having a system set up for events. And when I say events, I mean um, ways to draw new people in and also to have people participate. So that could look like a workshop. It could be like a free training. It could be um, a giveaway. It could be, um, it could be a big sale. So um, I, I teach people systems on how to keep customers engaged. And it, it's kind of dependent upon, like I said, like what they're delivering. So if they're delivering a product, an event would probably look more like a sale, right? Mm -hmm. um, if they're delivering a service, it would probably look more like an educational event. So like a lunch and learn, things like that. Mm, it's very interesting because um, – all this lead generation is actually part of like personal branding, right? Like you got to put yourself out there, be on an event, be speak on an event. And those things lead you to a lot more customers. When you're doing all of that, that means you're doing it for yourself. How did you, what are some challenges you faced when you were putting yourself out there? Let's just get started with that because I want to, my audience to know, like it's, the experience and the stories that they have um, when they start putting themselves um, to the marketplace and more like, oh, my, my, my personal brand and stuff like that. So I would say that the thing that you really need to remember when you're putting yourself out there is that you're talking to people and there are people just like you're a person and you need mm -hmm. to relate to them on a personal level. Like, I know that there's this whole thing of like being professional and like a business, but when it comes right down to it, like, we want human interaction and we want human connection. And if you want people to know, like, and trust you, you have to connect with them on a personal level. So you have to be willing to share your own story, right? You have to be willing to talk with them about their struggles and how you might be understanding of that. So you may understand, um, you know, where they're coming from. People want to be understood. So really talking about where you're coming from and who you're trying to connect with is it's going to help. I mean, and it should it should come from your story. Like the people that you're trying to reach, should be like it should be someone who that you 
you've experienced it in one way or another. Like you have some sort of experience with that. Otherwise, why would they trust you? Do you know what I mean? Like I would, I would never trust me to teach somebody hunting. Like I've never hunted before. (laughs) It's so true because you're, you're right. Like if you're putting yourself out there and then like you're not telling your story or you can't relate to people and the way, um, like tell your story the way that you could relate to people. Yeah. You, they're definitely not going to buy from you. And like, it, it takes a long time before people actually start to trust you and put yourself out there in so many, t- so many ways. Um, I mean, a lot of ways and uh, lead generation though, like you started with that when you're your old company, right? And then you you started to build your own system to do that that kind of business. Did, what are just some challenges you faced when you're starting that business? Were were you, the, like pricing? Did you already know all of that to come in, or do, did you actually hire someone like to mentor you before you start your own business? So I had a couple of mentors mm. um, before I went out on my own, and I really learned a lot about it. So one of the women that worked with me had 35 years of experience working in health and fitness and had owned and run several gyms. Mm. So I was very fortunate to be able to work with her, and I learned a lot from her. And I also um, you know, was mentored by my previous boss. So... Mm. Absolutely. And really, if you're just starting out, like you need to listen. Like I have seen so many people come and think that they learned enough in school or that they already know. And if someone is trying to tell you something, it's because you need to hear it. (laughs) So (laughs) just listen, just listen with an open heart and an open mind and maybe try to learn something. And maybe it's not good. Maybe it's going to fall on deaf ears, but at least give them the opportunity to, to, to try to tell you something new. Because mm-hmm. if you're not open to learning, like you're going to struggle, like you're going to struggle. Like people have experience and everybody's experience is unique. Mm-hmm. And you can learn something from every individual that you come into contact with, no matter how young or old they are. Mm-hmm, absolutely and there's so much things to actually learn if you're saying that oh i don't need to learn any more things and like you know i don't want to listen to anyone besides myself you're definitely gonna lose we're like, not lose that way but like try to learn as much as you can to the to the industry that you're trying to do and get into it's because it, it will benefit you in the long run and you know the more you know in the industry that you're working with like um when did you probably how did you read any books for lead generation and how to do those things did i write any no did you read a book oh yeah i i couldn't tell you what they were right now um I don't know. Like I, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but I read a lot of things when I was first getting started. I mean, I still read a lot. Um, <laughs> one of the things that kind of sticks out to me though is the e-myth and that is about, it's not about lead generation. It's about your business kind of, have you read that book? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's kind of falling apart. Yeah. So that one sticks out to me, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, any kind of way that you can educate yourself and you can try to learn more about what you're trying to do and who you're trying to help. That's some of the best advice that you can get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everyone like learn and then implement it and then teach it yourself. It's like the best thing ever, like the best formula. That's what I was taught how to do. But Wendy is this been a pleasure. Um, this is, Awesome. I think I learned so much about, but 
one thing tell me like the system how long will it take you be, be, how long did it take you before you build your own system um you know it was a very gradual process for me because i was keeping track of what i was doing what was working and what wasn't working so I don't know that I could put an exact timeline on it mm -hmm. because it took me a while to figure some of that stuff out. <laughs> like it took me a while, like even knowing that, um, that it, like the importance of it, like I said, when I was in that first, in that corporate job and it wasn't my business at all, I spent weeks and weeks reorganizing steps and, and procedures of things that I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't even sure what they were, but I was kind of writing it down as I was going along. Mm -hmm. So, and that took me several weeks to get that done. Um, I got a big raise for doing all of that too, by the way. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But um, yeah, so it was kind of a gradual thing. So that's why I would really strongly recommend that no matter what you're doing, you know, take a voice memo and just kind of keep to keep track of what you're doing. Or if it's quicker for you to type it, I mean, type it up, but just keep track of what you're doing and, and slow down and think about it and then have something that you can refer back to. Because even yeah. if it doesn't, if it's not working and even if you change it, you know what you did and you know what doesn't work. Oh, right? interesting. At least you get to see it on paper at least, right? Yeah. And if it's not working, hey, you could adjust. Yeah. Uh, I, I love system. I, I love like, like, Writing down things is like probably one of the most things I recommend to people. It's mm -hmm. because when you do it so often, you get to see what you're doing and then you get to adjust, but you get to see it. That's the most important part. But um, Wendy, you've been you've been amazing. I love your voice as well. Thank you oh, for coming onto the show. Where can we find you and how can we get in contact with you? Sure. So I am on all the social media platforms. I have a pretty unique name. So it's Wendy Kleinke, K-L-E-I-N-K-E. -E. Um, you can go to my website, which is the Kleinke Coaching Company.com. Um, you mm -hmm. can search me on Facebook. I'll pop right up. Same thing for Instagram and LinkedIn. So I'm pretty easy to find. I have a pretty unique name. So I would say um, you can search my name for any, on any of those platforms. And I think I gave you, I think I gave you the links. Yeah. So you guys find that, join that lifted community. Um, oh, yes. Yes. That's where I, um, so that's a private Facebook group where I have um, people, like I give weekly talks, like I'll be giving a talk at 12 o'clock today. So if you're interested, you know, go ahead and pop in. I'm every Tuesday in there. And then I also bring in guests occasionally to speak about what they're interested in. So Jonathan, if you'd love to come in and talk in the lifted community, I would love to have you. That's a yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you come to my show and then if I said no to you, that'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I just slip that in there, don't you? Right? <laughs> uh, but you guys, um, Wendy's having a five-day workshop coming up on December 7th. Um, you guys, if you guys are busy owners looking to free up some of your time i know she's got system and you know system in place join that five-day workshop i mean it's like really literally five days yeah wow yeah, it's five days of content yep absolutely okay. you guys five days free up your a little bit of your time on your end if you're a business owner um join that and then the way to join that is to actually uh, join the group right yeah, you can just join the group and we can get you registered. And um, you can also, you can register right on my um, website as well if that's easier for you. If you're not on Facebook right now or um, sometimes it'll pop you off if you try to click on it. So you can also register um, on my website uh, and that it's going to be www.theclankycoachingcompany.com backslash, backslash masterclass. 
All right, you guys. Register um, there too as well, but definitely hop into the group. Join us for the masterclass. It's going to be lots of fun. I'm giving away lots of information. So we'd love to have you, especially if you're new and getting started. Um, it's definitely better to get started the right way than to have to go backwards and try to tear everything apart. So if you're just getting started, it's definitely good stuff to learn. Okay. Well, that's perfect, guys. Again, that's five days, like, literally, um, if you really want to free up some time. That's amazing. That's a good event. I think I would like that because I've done two to three days event, but five days. I don't know. That might be a good experience. So, guys, join that and then join the Lifted community. And, um, Wendy, thank you so much for coming onto the show. We appreciate you. And, yeah, that's it. That's it from us. Great. Thank, thank you. you so much, Jonathan. Bye.